State near the Great Lakes, it's Lighting the Void. And I'm your host, Joe Roop. Holy Hannah. It's Tuesday night, December the 8th. Well, it's the night here. We're getting closer to 2021. I want to thank Night Stalker for coming on last night. Man, that was fun. I got two, two bottles of eggnog before the show was over. I'm your host, Joe Roof. If you're listening to Lighting the Void for the first time live on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, that's right, this is a live broadcast, just like live talk and other live broadcasts we have on the program or on the on the radio station. So anything goes. Whatever goes down, goes down. That's what happens. Tech issues, callers are unscreened. The only thing I have to defend myself during this show is a red button, a delay. Just in case a terrestrial station wants to pick up this show. And by the way, you should definitely, if you like this show, you should definitely tell your local terrestrial stations, AM or FM, and say, hey, man, like, you need to email producer at thefringe.fm and pick up Lighting the Void or The Secret Teachings or Live Talk or whatever your favorite broadcast is on this station. Tell them to email us and we'll hook it up for them. All right? So here's here's the the topic tonight before we get into this topic we have a very special guest coming on uh valentia reese and uh yeah this is like my this is my jam so before we get into that if you want to support the show and help us get our new equipment that we need so we don't have any more crazy crashes you can go to lightingthevoid.com sign up to be a patron join the membership site you, you'll save money if you if you buy the lifetime membership you'll save a lot of money or the annual memberships there's different packages there we have a new um, astral journal that's coming out, too. It's a little deep, but uh, Amandala and myself, we like to talk about deep stuff. There isn't always about astral travel, but that's the main topic, as well as uh, tarot readings, astrological readings, and then, you know, the uh, extra content that you get. So whatever package you pick, that's what you're going to get. I'm going to do some more stuff for that, too, as well. And then the Fringe FM. I know you probably heard Alex complaining earlier. Yes, we're working on the new site, and yes, it will be up very soon. Hopefully by the end of this week. That's the plan. So we can have the new site up. But either way, you can listen to The Fringe FM by going to The Fringe FM app on your Google Play Store, Apple, Alexa. You can also use TuneIn, TalkStream Live, our partners and sponsors over there at TalkStream Live and the Paranormal Radio app. Or you can just search the Fringe FM and you'll probably find a live stream somewhere. There's one on Spreaker as well. So we got live streams everywhere. That's how network works. All right. And if you want to contact this show, you can at contact at lightingthevoid.com. The call-in number for tonight when you want to call in is 1-800-588-0335. The call to listen line is 701. The listen line, 24-7 stream and listen line is 701-719-3971. Save the call-in number. So, 
there's some big stuff. We were talking about the monoliths last night. You know, there's some big astrological energies, some myths behind that. Where Jupiter and Saturn are making a conjunction and actually crossing. And it, I don't know if you're into astrology, but you, there's two modes of astrology. There's regular traditional astrology where everything's viewed from the point of the earth. And there's what's called helio astrology where everything's viewed from the point of the sun. Either way, this conjunction is going to happen. This crossing is big. Uh, and we'll probably be talking about that throughout the week. But what I want to talk about tonight is uh, what I think is playing out here. And this is my theory. I don't like to get on here and preach, but when I feel something strong, I definitely want to talk about it. So last, uh, last night we talked about this. And then today I took a road trip into Pennsylvania with uh, Ryan Gable, which I got to tell you, I love Ryan to death. He is my brother, for sure. Family member all the way. But the man makes an hour trip turn into three hours. I don't know how. I don't know how we're going to be best buddies when we're older. Because if he drives any slower, I'm going to kill myself. But here's the thing. I, I always This always happens to me. When I get into these mood, I'll get into a mood of like, okay, it's hot. Yeah, he keeps everything 20 degrees hotter than it really should be, too. It's hot. I can't breathe. Uh, the freaking, <laughs> we're, we're going 10 miles an hour under the speed limit most of the time. I'm, I'm exaggerating a little bit. He'd tell you that, too. And uh, on the way back from Pennsylvania, he says, hey, I really want you to listen to this show that I'm going to broadcast tomorrow night with Hope. And, you know, since I got to New York, I've been talking to Ryan about a lot of things. And a lot of you have an image of Ryan Gable in your mind because he likes to do a show about certain subjects and really kind of be intense about things. And that's why I like him. I love intensity. Love it. But as a person, if you get to know him, uh, you, you would be very surprised at how kind, warm-hearted, understanding and how good of a person he is. And I don't know why that would surprise you, because all he does is speak pretty much logic to you, and he gets passionate about certain things. That comes off a way, it comes off intense, and to some it comes off negative, but he's simply just trying to wake you up and show you something. And it is not because he just likes to spread negativity or whatever you think. It's because he cares. And it's very rare to find people that care about others so much that they're willing to put themselves on the chopping block. Try it sometime. It's easy to do like on a phone call or with your family or people you've talked to your whole life, but put yourself on a chopping block night after night in front of a bunch of listeners and see if you don't get a little bitter about things after a while because they just don't understand your message and what you're really trying to say. But I got to tell you, <laughs> What I thought might turn into a miserable road trip turned into one of the best things that ever happened in my life and it has everything to do with what we're going to be talking about tonight and with our guest. So what keeps us stuck? Any of you guys feeling stuck out there, right? Or stuck in the same situations? Don't really know which way to go? Don't trust the future? Tired of the way things have always been? Just ready for a change, but just have no idea how to do it or trying to find your purpose, whatever, whatever keeps you stuck in the stories, patterns, what we call cycles and programs, 
the same things that keep happening, the same career, same this, same health, same relationship, same scenario, eventually you start to get this black cloud thing, right, where, okay, nothing's ever going to be cool. All of my happiness and desires and everything is just a fairy tale. That doesn't happen in this place. And then you start telling your program, you start telling your program, you start programming yourself this way. But the truth is that there are people that are living very happy, fulfilling lives, not perfect, but happy and fulfilling lives because they refuse not to grow, not to get better, not to stay stuck spiritually. And nobody, I don't care who you are, likes to stay stuck. It doesn't feel good. It sucks. Nobody likes it. They don't want to stay there. And sometimes when we get in these patterns, we have to break out of things and release things that may not either feel so good or may look bad to others or whatever. But it's really all about self-love. And this is an initiation I think we all have to go through, all of us. In order to have the things that you desire in your life, I've always thought the things that you want, you know, like love, everybody wants love, and that's based pretty much all of the other stuff is based in love. All the stuff that you want, health, wealth, relationships, all that stuff, right? That's based in love because you want love. But there's a lot of judgments that go around, isn't there? Well, this person's too emotional, this person's too materialistic, or this person's this or that. And people that have open hearts and that are warm, kind, sensitive, or actually do care about what others think of them, no matter how many times they say they don't care, it keeps them stuck. Because they're like, well, damn. And I went through this with my son too, right? It's like, well, damn, like if I express what I want, it's bad. When did we start telling ourselves that, like, when did this happen? How society made this happen? That the things that we want most in our hearts, even our own pleasure, right, is bad. It's not, like, what's best for us. Who, the only person that knows what's best for you is you. Now, sometimes you might need advice and all this other stuff, but your higher self, remember, this is my theory. I'm preaching theories here, so I know I have a tone that sounds like I'm trying to talk down to people, but I'm not. I'm just really kind of understanding some stuff. So, long story short, you guys, I can't give away the show, but you're going to hear sides of Ryan Gable and his guest, I hope, that have everything to do with getting unstuck, getting to a more than comfortable place, learning to accept love in your life, learning to see where it is, what it's about, having courage, that kind of thing. And if I say any more, I'll probably give it away. But I, I got to listen to this episode on the way home, and there were literally parts of it that I wanted him to, like, I wanted to listen again. And we had one of the coolest, most, like, coolest conversations I've ever had with Ryan. Like, to me, this is the best show, Ryan, one of the best shows he's ever done. When people make strides spiritually and, and strides in love, it's big to me. I live for that stuff. So what keeps us stuck in our stories and our patterns and programs and all of our limiting beliefs? I think it has everything to do with us not listening to our higher selves, our intuition, and our own spirits. And every time we try to, 
something in this world negates us from having it going in that direction or whatever. And this is what causes us to get stuck and unhappy, etc. So what do we have to do? Like we have to learn how to speak to our spirit and let it speak back to us and actually carry on a conversation with it. That's the key. Learn how to conversate with your spirit. Now, the Golden Dawn called this the conversation and whatever with your holy guardian angel. Young called it what? The higher self or the superconscious. Like everybody's got different names for it. I don't think he called it the superconscious, but, you know, the Bible calls it the father. Then you have the son, the Holy Spirit, right? Isn't it funny that the verses of the Bible have so much truth in them metaphorically, but the literal stuff is what people fight about. You can blaspheme the Father and be forgiven. In other words, you can say that there was a big bang or a source or believe in nothing, and, you know, more than likely the universe is going to forgive you. You can blaspheme the Son and be forgiven. They make it sound so crazy in the Bible. Blaspheme. In other words... You can say that this physical reality is nothing special and I can't wait till I die and go to heaven or whatever and there's nothing to it and it's all BS and it's all an illusion and everything here is bad. Uh, Universal forgive you for that. But if you blaspheme the Holy Spirit, which is the thing that connects all of it, the cycle itself, the most real thing that connects us all, you won't be forgiven. What does that mean? You're going to burn in hell? No. Metaphorically, I believe, and this is my theory, that it means that when you deny the things that your spirit's telling you to do, when you don't trust your intuition, when you don't take chances, calculated risks, or just listen to your spirit. We talked about this too the other night, listening to your dreams and stuff. When you don't I mean, we all know it's not that hard to figure out. What's confusing you are the other voices in your head that don't come from you. They come from other people's judgments and society and all this other stuff. If you don't listen to it, you're going to, you're going to feel karma. You're going to feel suffering. You're going to feel hell. This is what they're trying to put us through now. They're trying to disconnect us. There's God, heaven, Metaphor is love, connection, bliss, a state of oneness with all. Even when you hug your cat or you uh, kiss your kid or you, you know, plan a deep kiss with your partner or you just sit around a fireplace and chat or whatever connects you in love on this planet is the most sacred thing in the universe. It does not want you to talk about it as if it's bad. It doesn't even, it wants you to look at that thing. That verse is all about that thing right there. That's the most sacred thing. It's the most protected thing. It's what the universe wants. It's what it's here to do. It's not here to like, this is my theory again. I know I sound crazy, but it's not here to terraform planets and do all this stuff. It's perpetuating life and light all the time. It wants to live physically. And if you look at the tree of life, you'll see that solar sephirah in the middle called Tifereth, the Christ consciousness. It wants to experience life. 
and love and light. Kether could be the father, Malkuth could be the son, but that middle part that connects everything. You have to listen to it or you're going to suffer. You're going to, you have to listen to it. So you'd have to look at a tree of life to see what I'm talking about. So there's these two forces that are coming together right now. Whatever's got you stuck in your life, if it's career, if it's purpose, if it's relationships, if it's money, whatever, it's not going to last very long because these forces are coming. And I want you to think about like the yin and yang symbol right now. I dropped a tarot thing in the Fringe FM chat. If you go to the fringe.fm forward slash chat, or no, the Fringe FM, the fringe.fm forward slash chat room, you can get into there. There's a uh, channel called Tarot Talks and Readings. And there's a Jamaican woman in there that I kind of like too. I like Gregory Scott and I like this Jamaican woman. And she's talking about the divine masculine. Now, this is going to go right into Ryan's show tomorrow night. I need you guys to really, and the guests that we're going to talk to tonight, too, as well. I need you guys to really, like, pay attention to Ryan's show tomorrow. Don't miss it. Um, so, dudes, like, I can t- I'm a dude. I'll talk to all you guys out there. If you look at a yin and yang symbol, I want you to realize that the masculine side of that and the little dot, is mainly you, right? You're actually that whole symbol, but the masculine energy in you, the biggest parts of you, you have more masculine energy and a little circle of, let's just call it feminine energy. Masculine energy is an energy of giving. Feminine energy is an energy of receiving. Give and receive. It's deeper than that. It's way more complex. I'm just simplifying it to this way. When you're a baby, when you're born, that little dot isn't so small. You want to receive love if you're in your masculine energy. It's the one thing that makes you feel the highest love, right? That's why guys, you always hear guys being called mama's boys and all this other stuff. They want the divine feminine to give them a little love. And now as they go on in their life, they're natural givers, right? When they're... They play football, they do all the stuff, you got muscles, masculine energy, etc. You know how it works. It's a giving, initiating, getting it done type of energy. The feminine energy is an energy of creation. It takes that energy and creates life, right? And beauty and protects that. Like it can take just pure energy. This is the beauty of feminine energy. It can take any kind of energy, pure, bad, whatever, and make something beautiful, make life and light and everything and just make a circle of beauty. And it's the masculine's job, that energy's job, to keep that protected. Because if you don't take care of that energy, the feminine energy also has the power to destroy it and start it all over again. This is why you see cycles happen all the time in nature. If something's poisoned or it's naturally not working right, the, the womb or the, uh, or like a forest, or whatever, even in the universe, it will destroy itself in some form or fashion, might even look like an accident, and it starts over, right? I'm just rambling here because I'm short of time. So what keeps us stuck? We all have both of these energies inside of us. Men have more masculine, for the most part, 
and feminine and females have more feminine for the most part. What you really want to pay attention to, I want you to imagine that yin and yang symbol in your head. That little dot, men, that little dot of feminine energy inside of you that you're protecting, that you're afraid to receive love when it's presented to you because every time you've given all that love, it's been, you've, you know, it's been taken for granted. Or every time you've showed that little feminine energy inside you, you pulled up your skirt a little bit, right? You were laughed at or someone made you feel like you were weak for it. So you keep it protected. You keep that protected. I literally heard someone say yesterday, and I won't say their name, they don't talk to any women at all because they know that's what works. They just literally don't respond to them. They act like it's like nothing. That's how hurt people are on this planet. Isn't that ridiculous? I don't blame them, actually, but that's how hurt they are. It's ridiculous. Now, on the vice versa side, right, you got the feminine energy that's over here that naturally receives love. It just wants to receive love. That's what it's looking for, just love. It's been taught to be ashamed of that in society. What do you mean you want love? You want unconditional love? Why? Because the feminine energy wants to create. But it's just it's been taught to be shamed for it. And it wants to take that little dot that's inside of that creation energy that it has and give it. It wants to give love. But they but it protects that that spot, right? It protects that spot of giving. And I'm not going to give my love away anymore. That little dot inside me, the feminine energy says, because it destroys me when I do because it's the most sacred and smallest and most potent energy I have inside myself. It's kind of ironic how it all works, right? But the natural flow of life is love, give, and receive. It's the whole yin-yang circle. And once that happens, a real connection happens in your life, whether it's your career, no matter if it's inside yourself, whatever, when that connection happens, the unstuckness stops. It just stops. This is all sacred sexuality. It has nothing to do with just the physical act of sex. It has, whether you, I want you to realize something. I'm going to say something pretty profound here that might make you puke, Mike, in the chat room. But you are living, no matter how bitter or whatever you feel right now, you're living inside of love. The universe is making love to itself, and you're living inside it. You're walking around in one big universal orgasm right now. That's why life is here to begin with. <laughs> right. So what keeps us stuck is not being able to identify these energies inside of us, which parts that we're protecting, and we don't do anything about it. We don't have the courage to set the boundary to protect it or take the courage to take the leap or both. Career, your health, your physical body, success, love and relationships, family, friends, you know, everything that makes you happy. But all of this is promised to you. This is something that I've been realizing too. And every time I have a weak moment or freak out, or go through something crazy, 
I start realizing this stuff and all kinds of synchros happen to show me that if you will just tap into your own energy, it's a promise. You're a child of God. No one gets to decide your worth. How can you put worth on a child of God? Each and every one of you are. You're very complex. There's, not nothing, there's nothing simple about any of us. You don't need others to tell you that it's worth the risk or to set boundaries for yourself or to love yourself. You don't need that. Although it does help. The validation helps. So there's a balance here that's going to get us all unstuck, I believe, is not needing that, but also the ones that feel like that they want to validate, do it. If you love somebody, tell them you love them. Show them. Do it. Sure, you know, you might not get anything back, but I don't think so, not this time. Not with these energies. It's a battle. It's, it's a clash that's about to happen, so the unstuckness stops. And even if some of you out there just want to stay stuck, I'm telling you, it ain't going to work. You're going to do one or the other. So how do we not get in this position anymore? Does our spirit speak a different language to us than our mind does? Why are we always stuck in our mind? Is there like things that happen to our consciousness at a deeper level when we experience and express language. Sometimes language just clicks, and other times we just can't get people to understand what we're saying. Then you break it down to text, and then the communication even gets crazier. But is there something higher that we can listen to? Now, I'm not sure about all this, but I'm, as we go into the break, I'm going to get our guest on. And... Uh, she is a, is a vibrational linguist, and this is interesting, who channels a language of light, a language of the Akash, written codes to heal and expand individuals. I want you to stay open-minded, but at least uh, thank you for listening to my rant. It's just I had a lot of downloads today. I got so much more to say on that subject and sacred sexuality. I'll probably do my own separate shows about it, but... Keep in mind when I say that, it's not what you think. It's a big, big thing. It is the ultimate secret, alchemy at its best. All right, so we got to go into break. We'll be right back. More Lagging the Void coming hey, up. Fringe FM listeners, did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or no Wi-Fi available, you can still listen to every minute of the Fringe FM by calling 701-719-3971. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. Saves your data plan and no extra cost if you have unlimited minutes. Call 701-719-3971. That's 701-719-3971. Listen to the Fringe FM on any phone, anytime, anywhere. AncientLifeOil.com. That's AncientLifeOil.com. Are you stressed? I mean, who is it? Anxiety creeping in? No, not that. Is sleep hard to attain because your brain just won't slow down? We're living in crazy times, and the fear knob has been turned up. Okay, there's an answer. Take a big breath, exhale, and go log on to ancientlifeoil.com. CBD, broad and full spectrum, organic and non-GMO CBD for you to enjoy. Change your tune from fear to calm. 
from brain overload to clear thinking. 0.003 THC on full spectrum and 0% THC on broad spectrum. Competitive pricing with the best quality. Also know everything is going to get better. No worries. Be happy. CBD can help calm so your nerves don't think they're a six-string electric guitar. Enjoy life, smile, and log on to ancientlifeoil.com for great CBD. That's ancientlifeoil.com. You'll be glad you did. Want to know what's on the Fringe FM? Check out our schedule at thefringe.fm. Hola, Fringe listeners. This is Dave Cruz of Beyond the Strange, and you're listening to The Fringe FM. This is Malorca's 45, fan of The Fridge FM, challenging everyone to open their mind's eye. Listen to Lighting the Void with Joe Roop to gain precision for your third eye vision. My name is Jake. I'm from Billings, Montana, and I am a Void Walker. Hey, Joe Root. Thanks for lighting the void. This is Janine in the bluegrass of Kentucky, and I am a Void Walker. What's up, guys? This is Damien from San Marcos, Texas, and I'm a Void Walker. I listen to the show to keep myself aligned with the world. Hi, this is Laura, a.k.a. Laura Lavender. I'm from Las Vegas, and I listen to Lighting the Void because it helps me understand some of the strangest experiences I've had. So thanks for all that you do and for always being there for us, Joe. Hi, this is Kronox from Belgium, and you're listening to Lying the Void with Joe Roop. Hey, this is country music singer and void walker Jason Benoit. And when I need my fix on the world of magic and the capabilities of the human consciousness, I listen to Joe Roop right here on Lighting the Void Radio. Born out of the alchemical tradition of Paracelsus is a medical tradition called Spigeria. Though not many people practice this work today, Phoenix Aurelius has been researching and teaching this work for the last 15 years, and he needs your support. Hi, I'm Phoenix Aurelius, and I'm the founder of the Phoenix Aurelius Research Society, where I perform modern scientific research on the methods and techniques of Paracelsian alchemy and spagyria for health, wellness, agriculture, ecology, and more. All my work is 100% funded by the public, so if you like what I'm doing and you want to support my research, please consider making a purchase of spagyric medicines from my apothecary, fund your own spagyric idf wellness research or participate in my group study or one-on-one immersion courses so that you can learn how to perform this work for yourself i want to thank you in advance for your support visit thefringe.fm forward slash alchemy research and enter coupon code fringe and receive 15 percent off anything and everything on the website that's thefringe.fm forward slash alchemy research and thank you for doing your part and keeping alchemy alive in the modern day
right, welcome back to Lighting the Void. I'm your host, Joe Roop. We're going to be bringing on a guest tonight. Don't forget the show is on here five nights a week on the Fringe FM. We broadcast live five nights a week, 9 p.m. Pacific to 11 p.m. Pacific. We might be changing that soon sometime in the future. I don't know. But for now, that's what we do. And the Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable comes on after. So it's a lot of nighttime heavy stuff here at the Fringe FM. And yes, if you go to the website, thefringe.fm, we are updating the website. It's worth the wait, just like anything good is, right? Instant gratification, your internet instant gratification. You'll see why once uh, once the website comes up. It's, uh, I've worked on the tech stuff, and then like Amandala's, I, you guys, if you want a website, I'm telling you, like I, this is the perfect person to do it for you. It's awesome. You'll see. It's just as good. It's actually better, I think, than my new website at lightingthevoid.com. Also, the show is brought to you by the Alter Box. We have some people that bought one. Make sure you go get one. If you did try to like buy one and your shipping didn't go through, I fixed that. Go back through, get an Alter Box. It's 50 bucks off, $199.99 for magicians. Buy magicians. Give the gift of magic this season. That's what you need. And then we'll do some videos, instructions, and we'll do magic together with the Alter Box. Lightingthevoid.com forward slash Alter Box. All right, here we go. So our guest is here, uh, Valentea Reese, and uh, she's a vibrational linguist who channels the language of light, the language of Akash, and written codes to heal and expand an individual beyond the current timelines of disharmony. We were just talking about that, right? To one which is in alignment with the soul blueprint, transmitting the frequency of divine love and the sacred light information from source. And her work aims to balance the physical, mental, and emotional bodies and reconnect humanity to source consciousness and to their divine gifts and purpose. She has used light and sound as a tool for shifting human consciousness throughout her many incarnations in the multi-galactic universe. The Syrians, serving as her gatekeepers, uh, we're definitely going to talk about that, assist in um, preparing the vibrations and integrating the energies within space or within the space. Now, every transmission is a multi-sensory experience as these benevolent beings utilize her structure, consciousness, and vocal cords to interact in real time. The result is a dimensional shift that offers a new experience, pattern, or change in vibration for the individual, as well as activating alternate and more harmonious timeline potentials. God knows we could use all of that. Thanks for coming on the broadcast. It's good to have you, Valentea. Thank you so much for having me. I think... Um, we've only had one other person, uh, Christine Day, come on, and she was talking to uh, Palladian languages. It was really cool, and I haven't gotten to do any of that ever since. I usually use, like, frequencies and stuff and, um, you know, hemi-sync, things like that, but there's nothing more beautiful than the human voice, right? I mean, that's probably the best yeah. thing we should use. Sound is so transforming. Everything everything we speak carries frequency, whether you're speaking in, you know, light language or English language, you know, words hold a frequency. So tell me about what happened because your bio is pretty profound too. Like, you know, I'm an open-minded person. So I believe anything is possible, especially after uh, everything I've experienced. So you have the Syrians and these are from, mm -hmm. are these beings from Syria, uh, Sirius, like the Syrians. star. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, tell me about how this, um, how this happened, how you 
how it happened. (laughs) I'll condense the story. Um, You know, over a series of events, I was getting all these signposts to kind of snap out of my stressful reality of life of going through the motions and living to work. I lived in New York City uh, for 30 years working in the television industry, which is very grueling. And uh, you were there nights and weekends and not sleeping. And I had gotten to a point where I'd had enough and I was unhappy. Uh, My body was not the healthiest and I wanted out, but I was too fearful. So, you know, a lot of people, they'll do that, right? There's comfort in things that don't make us happy because we know what to expect. And so we stay stuck because there's fear around what we don't know, fear to make a change. And that's where I was. And so I kind of said, well, you know, I'll leave the job if the universe universe forces me to do that. I'm going to leave it to the universe. I'm I'm not going to (laughs) quit. So I kind of stayed in my misery and I was looking for alternative healing modalities just to deal with my stress. So I started going down that path of going to different practitioners, which led to then me studying Reiki on my own, which kind of is opens a door for a lot of people. Once you step into some form of energy work on your own. And that's pretty much what happened to me. I'd been using Reiki just to manage my stress and then things started kind of unfolding Um, You know, I had had experiences throughout my life where as a child, I was having these experiences on ships uh, during dream time. I didn't think much about it afterwards. It was like a window of time, maybe I was eight years old and went on with my life. And then as this started happening with the job and being unhappy, I started getting these little signposts where I'd wake up in the middle of the night and there would be a being on my terrace and or, you know, seeing a ship outside or just little things to make me question. Of course, I was still going full force with work and questioning it for the moment that it happened, but not enough to jolt me out of my unhappiness. And so right around Christmas time, I lost the job. I lost the boyfriend, you know, just like Uh my world was in a catastrophe and that total victim mode and but it was enough to shake me and, and say, okay, now I can, I can take control and it's, it's time for me to start changing things within myself if I want to change the world around me. And that was my, my big realization is that change the inner you know, dialogue. I'm not the, yeah. Yeah. I'm not the victim, you know, and that's, that's the big difference between the third dimension or what we want to call the, the matrix and moving into a higher dimensional space is that, you know, in the matrix, we're the victim of our reality. You know, it's that person that did this to me, or it's the government, it's the boss, it's the health issue, it's the money issue. And all of that is why I'm having this problem, you know, and I can't control any of it. And we put ourselves in this, in this victim role. And I realized, no, that's not the case, you know, in 5D or in higher consciousness, as you start to move into these other dimensional spaces, you realize that you're such a powerful creator. And we know that what we hold inside will reflect outward. So if I'm holding fear and sadness, I'm going to get more fear and sadness, 
or if I'm holding love and joy, I'm going to experience more of that. And so that's kind of what started started for me. And I, I had to, I was really sad and I was depressed and I'd lost the job. So I had all day to stay at home and be depressed. And yeah. one day I decided I'm just going to do mirror work, look in the mirror and say, I love you for five minutes a day. And I dreaded it every day. I would burst into tears having to do it. It was the hardest thing to do. I had no self-love and those are some of the programs we hold. Lack, lack of self-love, lack of self-worth, lack in general. Lack of boundaries because um, you don't think you don't respect yourself too, right? Like you don't love yourself. Enough. Yeah. Yeah. Are Everything. you afraid your boundaries so, are going to like push the people away or whatever? Yeah, yeah. I get all that. Yeah, I mean, it's all fear. It's We're either aligned to fear or we're aligned to love. Right. Everything is vibration and frequency and fear holds a lower frequency and love holds a higher frequency. And so when you can hold that frequency of love, you're more in alignment with source and, and navigating and connecting to the divine within. And when you're holding fear, you know, you could be, let's say you're a person who's always sick. That's a fear vibration. You're, there's, there's, you're out of alignment with love and out of alignment with the divine. Sadness, um, lack, it's all in alignment with fear. And so that's the difference between the dimension that we're leaving, this planetary leaving of the matrix and moving into this new earth that we're all creating. Right. And so, yeah, so I, you know, I, I was having all these realizations and I started asking the universe, you know, what is next? What am I supposed to do? You know, I'm supposed to take a class. How am I supposed to like step into my truth? And uh, someone had told me I had to go to this event with him and I met a woman there and she said, I speak light language. And I had no idea what that was. But she said a few sentences, and I didn't want to go, by the way. But again, universe was nudging me, and my friend was like, you have to go. So I went, and she speaks this light language. And I went home that night, and I thought, that sounds so familiar to me. I feel like that's the thing I'm supposed to do. So I went to bed, and I asked the universe. I said, if this is what I'm supposed to do, it feels like my truth, you know, let me know. And two hours later, I woke up singing in these languages. And that was it. <laughs> I wow, just couldn't okay. stop. I was speaking these languages for hours on end. Um, I couldn't stop them. I couldn't leave my house because my mouth would fly open at any given moment. And I got to experience the power of the work because I literally was my own first client. I was speaking these languages all day long, 20, 30, 40 minutes at a time for weeks. And I would, so much emotion would come up. I would just cry, cry, cry. But it was a good cry. It was like I was releasing things that were not serving me, but there was sadness in that release because you carry these things with you for so long. It's energy. And so 
crying, but also crying because I felt like I was now coming into who I really was. And it was a remembrance of that. And so it was such a, an amazing experience. Um, went through it pretty much by myself because I didn't know who to talk to about what was going on. And I was holed up in my apartment in New York and afraid to leave the house because my mouth might fly open and I'd be speaking all these languages. It was so powerful at the time. I didn't know how to control it. And uh, my whole vibration had shifted. I had gone from stress and worry to these four months of this beautiful bliss. And I just had overwhelming joy and love and peace within me. I had no fears, no worries, no doubts. It was just pure bliss. And uh, everything was just heightened. My senses were heightened. I could hear nature talking so, so beautifully. And the colors outside were stronger. I felt like I was floating for four months. I had tons of energy pouring through my body because I was speaking so much. It was creating very rapid shifts within me. And I was clearing those programs and patterns and limiting beliefs. Wow. So that's, yeah, this is something I think we all go through and um, it's not easy. It's really hard. It's really scary. No, it was hard. Really scary, right? And and people think it's People think it's like a woman thing or it's a relationship. No, like they don't. Uh, that's what I'm trying to explain. Like men go through it too. You know, you. that's what I was trying to say at the beginning of the broadcast. We give and give and give, give and give our love. That doesn't necessarily mean we've done it right or whatever. Or we give, give when it comes to like careers and ideas. And, you know, as masculine energy, we just give and give. And then if it, it either gets mistaken for weakness, judged, etc. And as, as women, a lot of times women in their feminine, well, type of women, they're more of in their feminine energy there. They just want to like receive love. So they try to put themselves in situations of abundance and, and love and happiness. And every time they do it, it's like they don't feel fulfilled because that gets taken for granted and uh, people don't respect you and love you. And then you get all these programs in your head to where that's the way things are going to have to be. You're right. And then you get used to your misery because it's dependable and you just die on the inside, right? Until your soul starts speaking to you. And that's that's basically what you're saying, kind of in a nutshell, based on my interpretation. And tell me about the languages and how this kind of started working for you. They just started flowing and flowing. And they they had different frequencies and different tonalities to them. And my voice was being utilized. I wasn't, if I needed help, getting the pitch right or the, the vibration, right. Um, my voice would change and I don't, you know, when I'm speaking the languages, I'm not very conscious of it because different beings are stepping in and out to, uh, facilitate the languages that are coming forward. Um, the languages are sacred communication from source. So it's like sacred geometry, light and sound frequencies and information and there are different dialects. So you might think of it as like, you know, some people say, oh, some of them sounded like Spanish, but ancient or French or Chinese. Uh, sometimes they sound very technical. Sometimes they sound like little beeps and clicks and wisps. 
it's always different uh, depending on what type of frequency is coming through. And so what's great about the languages is that when you're interacting with it, it's all energetic. Uh, it bypasses the conscious mind. So the human mind doesn't have to get involved. And it just speaks directly to your heart, to the cellular body, the higher self. And so because the logical mind doesn't get involved, you know, when we get information, we might, like if someone said, oh, well, this transmission is getting rid of X, Y, and Z for you, you might say, well, I don't need that. That's not true. I don't think I need that. So then it actually puts up resistance to you actually receiving the work. And so because there is no interpretation, you can shift quite quickly. You know, the higher self can actually receive the information that's coming through and then it can guide the work and it can look at your energy field and see what problems or traumas are most present at that current time. And it can address that, whether it be uh, abundance, sickness, you know, lack of self-love, whatever it is. Right. Okay. So how did it sound? sound? Yeah, it does. But did it, did it sound, the languages that you heard, did it sound like an audible language or was it just like an inner voice? No, no, I was speaking them. I was speaking them a thousand miles an hour. It sounded like, you know, ancient languages or, um, you'll hear some later if you want. Okay. You know, they were all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that later on. We're gonna you're gonna do some of the light language for us later on in the broadcast. Mm-hmm. Cool. Sure. That's definitely so just cool. Talking, 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 and the it's so powerful when it comes out. You know, people are at different levels of what they can feel energetically. You know, how open are they? So some people will feel. Um, some people will start crying. Like I was crying a lot. Um, Some people might feel hot or cold in their body. They might feel tingles. They might feel nothing. But as they start to unfold and raise their consciousness and start clearing this energetic debris, then they will start, they might start to feel something because now they've shifted. They're a little more open to, to physically feel it you're still getting the benefits of the work, even if you walk away from it and say, well, I didn't feel anything. Um, I have a good example I like to use because this was, I had a client who he never had work like this. I knew him from my old life and uh, when I was still in the TV business and he was limping around New York City for three years. He, He was in so much pain and no one could help him. And he was like, someone said you can help me. So I just believe that you're going to help me because no one else is. Never had any energy, didn't know anything about it. He didn't even ask me what I was going to do. Sat down, gave him a session, spoke the languages for about a half an hour. He limped out of it. And the next day he was like running around the office and people were like, holy cow, like you're not limping. He's like, I feel amazing. So it actually shifted that energy that was causing him all that pain. He didn't need to know the story behind it. He didn't need to know anything. He just trusted and believed that I could help him. So he's like best case scenario. 
He had nothing blocking him. He was just ready. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's where we all need to be. Don't. So do you feel like this kind of energy that's happening now, uh, we were talking about this before on the previous shows, there's a major astrological conjunction going on too that I feel like it's what, regardless if you're stuck, unstuck or whatever, life has this kind of crazy way of creating scenarios to force us to listen to our spirit, I think. I mean, we can only, like it will only let us stay stuck so long until it forces these kind of changes on you. I mean, it's done that for me, for sure. It's a big planetary event. I mean, so some people who don't even know what's going on, they're still very much, let's say, they're very entrenched in this, the current the matrix right they they don't know any of this stuff they're going along doing their thing but they're going to notice things are going to come up for them things that they don't know like maybe they're feeling really sad maybe they're getting really depressed maybe they're having a lot of fear a lot because things are rising to the surface for people to look at now for other people who are on the path they're like okay we're ready for this let's 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 look at stuff and clear it so we can move on because it's more than just saying, um, okay, I have lack of self-love. So I'm going to sit here and listen to things that make me have more self-love or to make me, maybe I'll do affirmations and keep saying, you know, I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. That that's only part of it. You have to address it energetically. You have to do that work in the DNA and get that energetic part of it. So then, then you shift quite nicely because when you're just sitting there reciting affirmations, if you can't even resonate with that feeling of, I love myself, how can you possibly shift your frequency just by stating something that doesn't feel true to you? But if you can shift it at the energetic level now, that's a recipe to move forward. And that's what was happening with me. I, I was in lack. I didn't have self-love. I started with looking in the mirror. I couldn't even look in the mirror without crying and saying, I love you. And a lot of people probably feel the same way. And so once I pushed through that, okay, now after three weeks of showing up every single day, even though I did not like it, I did it because I knew that I was going to have a breakthrough. I trusted in that. And I shifted that energy. I don't cry anymore when I look in the mirror and say, I love you. But I did back then. So it's shifting it on an energetic level too. And what also was supporting me then is when I started speaking those languages, the frequencies are so very strong and powerful that you're shifting the energy. And, you know, you can do it other ways. People, you know, get Akashic record readings. There's all kinds of energy work out there to support that transformation. Yeah. It's, it's heavy stuff for sure. Like it's, it sounds, it it's sounds kind of, it's kinda, a lot. <laughs> yeah, no. And it sounds like, oh, this is the same story. This is the same spiritual kind of woo-woo story but if you're individual i don't think that right now i guarantee you that i know five people for sure that are listening to this right now they're like yeah i'm going through that too okay so like what do i do right well we're going to talk about that we're also going to like 
we're going to hear some of this light language that uh, uh, Valentea has to offer here and kind of also talk about how we can even dig in and listen a little bit more to those energies. Uh, we'll be right back. We're at the top of the hour. More lighting to void coming up. Stay with us. No way, Jose, a Northern California Piscean stuck in the Arizona desert. I'm a void walker and I got the shoes to prove it. So what do I do when my soul yearns to delve deep into the realm of the unknown? I aim my satellite straight into the night sky and catch a smooth ride on the KTLK DB radio waves. I tune into Lighting the Void with Joe Root on the French FM. Joe, Lighting the Void is the best show on the planet. This is Barney, your friend from Facebook. Thank you and all the crew for all you do. Namaste, my friend. This is Macon from the Foothills, North Carolina, and I am a board walker. G'day, board walkers. This is Lily from Down Under Australia. The world may be small, the enigma is greater. So let your curiosity take you for a journey with Joe Root. Hey, this is V, coming in from Central Maryland, and I am a void walker. This is Kevin Darkerty, a beginner void walker. I'm from Vancouver, BC. I know a little about a lot, you know, as Leonard Skinner said, I guess the rest. I learned a lot from uh, Mr. Root and the show. And I uh, heard it from the beginning. I knew right then he was going to be a new art bell. Thanks for all your uh, shows and keep it up. Hey, this is Derek from Mass, a.k.a. the Night Stalker, and I'm a void walker. This is Mark from Chicago, and I walk the void to ascertain what is consciousness. My name is Jerry Johnson, and I'm from Humboldt County, California. I do not know all the answers to the questions about reality. I do not claim to know the ultimate truth about life. I seek that which has been made hidden as a part of a family of explorers of consciousness. I'm a void walker. Thanks, Jaru. This is Barbara Charlton from Metaphorical Archaeology. If you've ever had a traumatic paranormal experience, the effects of it may stay with you for years. Uh, who do you talk to? You can't go to conventional help. What we do is we use emotional freedom techniques or tapping to actually neutralize the effects of that event. Maybe when you tell the story now, your heart races and your palms get sweaty. You don't even want to think about it because you don't know how to neutralize that. That's what EFT tapping does does. It neutralizes those emotions. The circuit that that was recorded on is gone. The energy flows freely and you're free of it. And that's what emotional freedom is all about. We offer this as a pro bono service, but this is something that I offer because no one, it seems, is helping people with these experiences. If you'd like to reach me, it's really easy. My cell phone is 214-995-3754. Please leave a message. I will get back to you as quickly as possible. Or you can email me barb.eft at gmail.com and EFT stands for emotional freedom techniques. Reach out to me. It's confidential. This works. You won't believe the results. Have you heard of heavy metals? I'm not talking about the heavy metals in the junkyard. I'm talking about the heavy metals that build up in your body. Heavy metals in your body can make you feel sluggish, fatigued, and just plain off. Why not try Life Change Tea at GetTheTea.com? Cleansing your body and making you feel great. <sighs> Cleansing the inside of your body of intruders that sneak their way into you and set up an intruder camp. Life Change Tea helps remove unwanted intruder camps. Brew it, 
steep it and drink in the results. Tastes great so you can create a new health habit. Our tea loves to help people. It just needs the chance. So order yours today by logging on to getthetea.com. That's getthetea.com. Our life change super strength tea is waiting. This could be a beautiful relationship. Take charge of your health. Order at getthetea.com. That's getthetea.com. The Fringe FM isn't just a radio station. We also provide services for all your audio production needs. If you're interested in live radio or pre-recorded podcasts, we're here to help. We even do audio enhancements and voiceovers if needed. If you want to do a podcast or live radio show and even want the option to syndicate on terrestrial radio from simple audio file enhancement to live production and call screening, we have you covered. We have worked with some of the best professionals in the business in order to provide coaching instruction for content creation, show structure, and more. Contact The Fringe Digital Media for more at info at thefringe.fm. That's info at thefringe.fm. Or call 501-777-5631 for a consultation. From the Kingdom of Arkansas, you are listening to Joe and lighting the void here on the Fringe FM. Hey, this is Amalia from Know the Self Mystery School. I know that you are in the midst of massive change. We all are. This is the great turning, the time that we all decided to be here on the planet. Do you know why you came here to be a part of this crazy time? If not, I invite you to join my mystery school. I have a nine-week course called Activate Your Mission. And in this course, you're going to learn how to erect crystal clear boundaries so that you can hear that inner still voice that's going to guide your every move. Even if you're dealing with feeling weighed down by obligation and being enslaved to the system, this course is going to give you the tools you need to illuminate your shadow and awaken to your soul's mission. The moment you sign up to the school, you are going to be greeted by not only a group of soulful spiritual lawyers, but you're also going to get some massive karmic clearings and you're going to feel the energy. It's palpable. I hope you'll join me in the school where together we're going to unlock your divine mission. Activate your mission by going to thefringe.fm forward slash soul mission and put in the code word fringe and receive $50 off today. Staying with us during the break. The phone lines are open. If you want to ask our guests a question tonight, you can at 1-800-588-0335. You do be doing yourself a favor to save that caller number into your phone. 1-800-588-0335. All right. So 
Our guest tonight, Valentea Reese, a vibrational linguist who channels uh, the language of light, which we will be experiencing. She's going to do a demonstration of that for us here shortly, uh, coming up in the broadcast. I also want to thank, oh, we got some new uh, patrons. Always going to give new patrons. Seems like here lately we've gotten a lot of new patrons. Well, I would say just a couple a day um, in the past two weeks, which is kind of big, right? That's that's good for the show. I think that's really good. Um, and if you don't use your real names in Patreon, then I don't really know how to, like, um, I don't know how to say your name. So Scotty, uh, Azriel, and uh, KC, and the other one. <laughs> I don't know if I can say this name or not, but thank you. You know who you are. I sent you a message in Patreon. Thank you guys. Sign up to the member site. We're going to be sending out new stuff to to you too, especially the new Astral Journal. It's coming out. All right. So, yeah. So thanks for coming on the broadcast, uh, Valentea. It's good to have you. And your website, I haven't even said it yet. It's ValenteaReese.com. That's spelled V-E-L-E-N-T-A-Y-A. Reese, dot com. So go check that out. There's testimonials there. There's sessions, events. What Do you have events coming up? Are you doing that with this COVID thing going on or what? January. I just haven't know. put it up on my website yet. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so. Um, I got a question here uh, from the text message line. Like, how do we... So is this something that you can just tap into or why is... Why are you being able to tap into Syrians? Is it something that we all can tap into, or is this just your, like, soul family, so to speak? I think, I mean, we're all connected to star beings. We're from the stars. So, again, I think everything is just frequency. And is your frequency a match to be able to tap into that? You know, if, are you still clearing stuff? Are you resonating or resonating with these lower vibrations? And we all have different, different paths and different journeys. You know, it says somebody might, some people are meant to speak the languages. I think some people have other missions that they've chosen to come here and partake in, but think of everything as frequency and where you're vibrating and that's what you're going to call into your experience. So when we can resonate with love and joy and all of those higher vibrational things, we are going to experience that back in our reality and in that world and moving into alignment. And I think because now the energies on the planet are changing, right? We're moving out of that old, um, very fear-based reality and moving into this higher consciousness that more and more people are going to be coming online. And of course, you know, there are different stages of this because, you know, there are levels to clear and things to go through, but we're on that path. We're on that road. And, you know, some people can have these uh, sledgehammer moments like I had where it happened so quickly and all at once. And then you see other people who are taking a little more time everyone is different and there there's there's no right there's no wrong there's just it but it is what it is and you just do what you can to always support yourself and check in with yourself i mean 
it's not to say we're not moving in and out of lower and higher frequencies. We do it all the time, but yeah. as a, you know, in, in the matrix, the reality that we're leaving, you might stay there longer because you still have that victim mentality and that it's everybody, everything outside of me is causing me this pain. But as you start that to puts clear you in a protective those things, state too, right? And when you're in a yeah, constant state of you're protection, just, you're in a constant state of ego too, as well. I think you can't be open. You can't be open because you're, you're victim, you're blaming, but because the energies are changing, people are realizing just like I started realizing and you start opening up and, and then you realize that, okay, I don't have to stay here. And, you know, I go back and forth too, but you look at things with a, a new awareness where before you were the victim and now you can say, huh, okay, why did this show up? And I had that recently. So I, I had an experience with a person in my life and this person triggered some stuff in me. And if I were still resonating in that 3d frequency, I, I would say, Oh my gosh, well, this person did this to me, but I didn't, I realized, okay. And I'm realizing that this is showing up. I've called this experience in because I need to look at something that I haven't transformed yet. I'm still vibrating uh, in some lower frequency. And this has showed up in my life for me to, to look at this. And so I wanted to jump into that game and I wanted to play the game and stand up for myself and, you know, get the last word in. But I thought, well, if I do that, that's perfectly valid. I could certainly do that. But I know that's not what I need right now. As much as I want to do that, I know that I want to transform this. I don't want to experience this anymore. So I can choose to not do that. And I can choose and say, okay, what do I need to see that I'm not seeing? What do I need to see that I need, need to clear within me so I don't have to experience this anymore? And that's exactly what I did. But so we're always getting little tests and challenges and they're going to come up, but you always get to choose how you want to respond. Right. And as you, you know, as you move through these energies changing, you're going to have that awareness more and more. It's going to get easier and easier. And sometimes you might want another round back in that 3D game. And that's totally fine. There's no judgment. There, it just is. And so you, you do it one more time and then you say, okay, you know what? I'm done with that. Yeah, well, now I, I know for sure, anymore. right? Yeah, so I get, I get right. exactly what you're saying. So you think people do that kind of thing? They they put themselves through the same stuff over and over and over again where others might, you know, because I'm guilty of that myself, right? And where others might say, man, why do you do this to yourself? Or why can't you do this? Or why can't you just leave? Or why don't you change jobs? Da, 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 da. And They're I, programmed. Yeah, I think a They're, person, it's, it's all okay. Fear. Yeah. It's, it's all fear. But eventually you, you, you move beyond that fear or you don't. I mean, I chose to move beyond my fear. I, I got forced to when I was too afraid to leave that job. I got forced to, I had no other choice. And I had yeah. all day for months to sit home and decide what I was going to do. Was I going to complain about it or was I going to change it? Yeah, that's, that it's makes sense. A choice. But I don't think, honestly, I don't think it's bad for people to want to feel no. safe either. And like, there is no bad. Yeah, of there's no not. bad. There's right? no bad. 
There's nothing, everything is perfectly valid in every moment. Right, right. So if you have a fear, see, that's the thing too, man. Like, that's what we got to stop doing. Like, if you have a fear, then you're taught, well, fear is bad. Well, what's good or bad? We need to get that whole good or bad thing out, right? And say, I have a fear because of the lack of love or the needing of love. That's why. It's okay. It's natural. But you just got to recognize it, I think. And also, too, you know, we, this, is the, this is the third dimension. We have been in that it is a fear-based dimension. So as the energies are changing, the frequency is changing, it's going to be easier to release fear. It's go, things are going to come up whether you want them to or not. The, the, the vibrations that are coming down on the planet don't support that anymore. So people will level up to a higher vibration naturally. You know what I got? Things a, will a, just unfold. A question that I think a lot of people have in this situation, though, of Valentine mm-hmm. is like, well, if that's the case, if I'm divinely promised love, which I believe everybody is divinely promised love in whatever fashion you think that is in your life, right? Um, I think you're as a creator you're not just divinely promised it, but you're co-creating everything too. So uh, with a creator, but it's uh, so intertwined, right? Because you have free will (laughs) and you can, you can make choices not aligned to love. And a lot of that has to do like you're making choices based on your frequency and what is, what is uh, affecting your frequency. It's what's affecting it are the programs and the patterns and the limiting beliefs. And those get, those start happening the minute you take human form when you're, you know, being told that, you know, sometimes family lines have abundance issues, right? You have to work hard. There's never enough money, right? You know, you, you're born, you pay taxes, then you die and that's it. And only the 1%, you know, get to live nicely or whatever the stories are. So those are, are getting imprinted. It's so mundane too, right? Isn't it? Like just hearing that stuff. It's like, it's you have some people are walking around with so much depth inside of them, so much uh, hunger for knowledge and so much depth for conscious exploration and understanding who they are and where they came from. Like when you hear like phrases like that to me, it's the most mundane thing in the world. To me, it's like kicking rocks when someone says, well, you just pay taxes and you die or, it's all about, it's like, right. the, it's the most boring, mundane stuff to me sometimes, just to even talk but about But understand, like, how deep that programming goes, right? That yeah. has been what has been shouted out, you know, not only amongst friends and family or whatever, but, like, television shows and the movies, and there's all kinds of programming that are just constantly getting thrown at you. Right. So well, we, we do have to live it, in the world, too, so, you know, we can't stay in the clouds all the time either but i gotta tell you right it's better it's better to strive i always think it's better to strive for uh greatness whether that's spiritually or love or career or whatever than it is to just accept defeat you know except and it's of not course. really defeat i just think when you don't listen to your soul you're, you're accepting defeat you just accept but it some people can't even hear it you know and that's the that's the experience they've chosen. Again, no right, no wrong. It just is a vibration. 
some people have chosen to experience a lower vibration. Mm -hmm. Some people have chosen higher and everything in between. But now what's so amazing is that the, the energies are now supporting so many people in, in a higher frequency that, that old traumas and dramas are going to play out and get resolved. And little by little, you're going to notice as you're going through this process that things start to get better and you don't really know why, but maybe a certain dynamic that you had with a person in your life. Maybe you have a friendship relationship with you're always giving your power away. And as you're going through this process, all of a sudden that's not happening anymore. (laughs) Right. And you're wondering, Hmm, like, huh, wonder what? Well, because you're shifting, you're not even consciously aware of it many times. That's fascinating. Yeah. Like, I, I went through, I've been going through that too. I mean, I went through something pretty massive today. I had like a kind of breakdown in front of somebody that made me kind of, made me vulnerable. And it, and I had all these crazy thoughts. I'm like, well, this definitely isn't attractive. This isn't manly. This, all this stupid mm. thoughts, you know, that go through my head. Yeah, all those, all those things that, that have been ingrained that are not true at all. <laughs> and it's like, you know what? And you get to thinking too, you're like, all I we get so focused on, I think, the love that we need because we haven't had it that we become obsessed with giving, oh, we need this love or we need this career or whatever because we haven't had it and we're focused on ourselves so much that I think we, I think that we get, we lose the, how easy it really is to have these things, right? Like, um, well, and when you're like, trying to receive I, love from somebody, and if you're constantly focused on the love you receive without giving any love back, that causes problems. It causes triggers, right? Love is always going to be that yin-yang thing. The same thing with career. You can't be like, well, I hate my career or whatever, but what are you doing to, like, actually, what energy are you putting in to, to make a connection to something higher? I think it's right. a lot of stuff in our head that we focus on. That's it's just in your well, head. It's also fear. Obsessing. Like you, you stay in a job because you're afraid to leave because you don't know what the the opposite of that looks like, right? right. You just keep doing what you know. You even though you hate it. Right. But some people step out of that, and it's just transforming the fear. And okay, what do I want to experience next? And in terms of love, okay if I'm not attracting this, this great love or this partner that I desire or any love from a relationship, well, okay, if we believe that my inner world reflects my outer world, if, why am I not attracting love? What am, I, what am I not getting inside? Am I not have enough self-love for myself? What, what am I experiencing that's keeping me away from aligning to that love. Yep. Because and, if you align internally, your external world will match that. And that's where we're moving to. So it's kind of hard to get into that mindset. But as this energy comes down on the planet, people will start shifting. You'll have these awarenesses like, oh, right. Okay. You want to know it's what like I think my, is the, the most messed up mm-hmm, program in that situation, though, I think is like, when so you're so you were talking about the situation you had and during that Christmas time where you lost your boyfriend and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. The the voice in your head that's like, 
when you start telling yourself that the other person that you're involved with uh-huh. is going to find someone better, that is again th- it's the program. Yeah, that's the, that is <laughs> not a, a voice of love. I'm telling you, that's not coming from anything no. good in your life or anything. Or, not just better or even more compatible. And it, what it is, it's like this thing inside of you that's going, I have a fear of lack, 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 lack. lack. And you fear, have to let judgment, that go. Lack. Right. Fear, judgment, lack. You got to know but what you can transform that. You can transform it. And, and again, like we can transform it with an awareness and say, okay, what do I need to see? Uh, but, t- you know, when you're in victim mode, you don't even have that awareness many times. You're just blaming, oh, he broke up with me and oh, my goodness. And, you know, all the crazy things that go in our heads. Or you can say, OK, what do I need to look at? Which is the point that I was at. What do I need to see here? What do I need to do? Uh, love. OK. Lack of self-love. What am I going to do to help fix that? I'm going to look in the mirror and tell myself I love myself and I'm going to do it every day until I can do it when I'm not crying, you know, it's, it's an unfolding process for sure. So how, um, when you were talking, so I want to talk about some practicality here. What happened Mm -hmm. when you quit your job? Did you have another job to go to or did you take a leap of faith? What happened? I didn't have a job. (laughs) I luckily had some money saved and I, I, uh, I sat home and I was a victim for a few weeks and then I, I was like, okay, let me, let me start doing me. Let me, let me transform this. And like I said, it started with the mirror work and then it started me asking, okay, what, what can I do to, what am I supposed to do next to be on this path that I knew there was something more. I, and I, like I said, I'd started with the energy work and, uh, that led me to meeting that woman who spoke the languages. And next thing you know, I'm speaking the languages and it all kind of unfolded like that. Right. Don't, I just want people to, to realize that you're worth everything that you, if you, if you're just a kind, loving person and you know, you are right. You're worth everything your heart desires. Don't ever let anybody tell you that you're not or make you feel that you're not. And it's not that person. Nobody can make you feel that way, right? Like if you really don't feel, if you really feel like you're worth the things that you want and desire, no one can make you feel like you're not. No matter how hard they try. You're you're an extension of of creator. It's your divinity is within you. And if you're believing negative things about your worth and yourself, it's just because there's something blocking you from coming to that realization and trusting in that knowing. And so again, it's all energy. You can't see that or you can't feel that because there's a block. It's an energetic block that looks like subconscious programming and all of those limiting beliefs that you're, you hear over and over, it's all around you. And so, again, tr- trusting, knowing that you are a divine being, we all are. 
and getting the the strength to to trust to trust that's that's what happened to me i i had to trust just like that guy i told you with his knee he had to trust yeah he tr- he trusted and he walked the next day and continued to walk without limping so these the, the languages that speak to you um Mm-hmm. How do we tap into that? How do we find out where we come from? Is that even possible? Can we find out where our soul's from? Or do you think this is something that just kind of happens? Everybody, everyone has a divine mission, a div, you know, a divine purpose. I think those people who are at the level of consciousness who are listening to this show or they're probably searching for that, right? But some people who wouldn't be listening to this show have no idea. Doesn't mean you don't have that mission or purpose. It just means you're you're not at a frequency match to understand it, know about it, ask questions about it. So it's all about frequency. Everything is frequency and doing that inner work to move into alignment and being conscious of your thoughts and your words and your actions. And if you move into a a lower vibrational thought, you know, you're talking negative self-talk or whatever it is to get to that point and say, Hmm, okay, why, what does this feel like when I'm even thinking this about myself? How does my body feel when I'm thinking this? You know, does it feel heavy or does it feel light? You how know, is it manifesting in 3D? And, and everybody thinks that's like, right. how is it manifesting in front of you? No, if your body feels bad because of the emotions or whatever, that's something manifesting from into and your the, body. That's a cue. That's like your into. That's like allowing your intuition to come online to take a pause and say, "Okay, I'm having this awful thought about myself. Why? How does that make me feel? You know, is it making me feel joy?" Or is it making me feel pain? Is it making me sad? Is it making me depressed? All right, well, I feel sad and depressed. I don't want to feel that anymore. So what can I do then to feel joy, to feel love? And if you're in so much depression, you might not even (laughs) imagine what that would feel like. So then, you know, like I said, if you're sitting there saying, I am loved, I am loved, I am loved, and you don't feel love, that's you're not going to trust in that, but maybe if you phrased it a little differently, maybe if you said, I'm, I'm so excited yeah, I'm to excited. see what love feels like, right. I, am, I am excited to feel what love feels like, what divine love feels like, or I'm so excited to feel joy. I wonder what that feels like. That starts to change you. Mm-hmm. I that know will it's coming. change you more than just saying, I feel love, I feel love, I feel love. Not right. if you're depressed. <laughs> That's going to be really difficult. Well, I tell you what I do when I start feeling that way. And let me uh, another thing too. It's really hard. They're they're doing. There's so much stuff going on to keep people from connecting right now. It's crazy. It's crazy. Right. Totally. So there is a force going on trying to stop this these conjunctions and all these this thing from happening. But it's it, it's not going to work. Like people are going to connect, but. There are more people right now in long-distance relationships than ever. There's like, oh, man, I'm going to look at the statistics, like (laughs) one point something million, whatever. And I think that's great. 
I think actually yeah. there's a good thing about that because people get to know each other before they just give in to a bunch of stuff that causes trauma. But at some point, like that energetic, like physical connection matters too. Uh, and that's why I want everybody to listen to the show tomorrow night as well. But it's kind of safe for some people to do that as well. But none of it is wrong. See, that's where I think no, people get there's it, no get it messed wrong. up. It's like, oh, it's wrong or this isn't right. No. People, like, maybe, what if everybody on the earth, just a thought here, individually, everybody's so complex that love means something different. I mean, of course, there's, you know, basic stuff, but... Real, like, divine love is different for everybody. Well, that's a possibility. You realize that, right? It's a possibility. So there is no wrong. It's do you love someone no, enough to try to no understand wrong. them and, and love them for who they are, period. That's it. I mean, let's, you could even look at it as what's going on right now. If we want to think of everything as frequency and if you're, stuck in a lower frequency or a higher frequency or somewhere in between and oscillating back and forth, you might say, let's say you were stuck, really stuck in the matrix, that fear-based matrix. And you might say, oh my gosh, this pandemic is so terrible. Like I'm stuck at home. I'm going out of my mind. I'm so bored. I don't know what to do. This is terrible. I can't wait for it to be over. Or you might say, oh wow, I have all this free time. Yeah, I get to do things I never got to do. That's a more empowering way, (laughs) higher vibrational way of looking at it. I get to connect with people online and maybe I might get a relationship out of that. You know what I mean? So there's always two sides. What side do you wish to align to in any situation? Do you want to align to love or do you want to align to fear? Right. It's easy. It's easier said than done though sometimes. So, well, of course. And even, and let's say you don't align to love. Right. Well, that's okay too. You always have a choice and every choice is meant to be experienced because it's a choice you made and the soul needed to experience it another time. You know what I think helps too, uh, and you may be, I'm curious of what you think is if you have something that triggers your fear and usually this is like the power of the dark side. We talked about this one, like, Love is something that you can kind of just embrace and it can come in slow, it can come in fast, but a fear trigger always seems to be instantaneous, doesn't it? That feeling of fear. Yeah. Like it never just kind of creeps in, right? You may have you right. may have thought about stuff until you get to that point, but fear has this intense way of shaking you up that I think kind of uh, keeps us from making choices because we've that deep emotional just jar of fear and right now it's easy for you and i to say well you just make a choice of love and fear but when you're in that emotional jar of fear i think enough people in the world today that are thinking like you and i need to understand that when people get in that jar of fear that it's okay to back up a little bit and let them express their fear and not judge them for it right and say right that's how you get to know all this stuff Everybody's judged for their fears right now. Everybody's judged for their right. uncertainty. And that's the, the going backwards, I think. It's totally backwards. Yeah, there's, there, there, you know, if we're judging someone, <laughs> if I'm going to judge you, I'm not very aligned to love in that moment. If I'm judging you, I'm not in alignment with creator. 
I'm in alignment with the old paradigm. I'm in judgment. I'm in separation. And so it's always just being conscious of where you are and it gets easier as you start to go through this. Little by little, you just wake up and people are are having an easier, I don't want to say an easier time because it can be quite intense, but there's more of an opportunity for that to happen for everyone now. And there, it's, going, it's happening. It, there is no stopping it. Uh, the energy on the planet is just supportive of it. It's going to happen whether you want it or not. I believe that. I believe in uh, soul evolution is happening. Everybody's saying the wor- you know, world's coming to the end, that hell in a handbasket stuff. No, no, no. It's like... This, this. The old reality is yeah. coming to an end. The reality we want out of, not the world, just the old fear-based reality. Well, I think it's all happening for a reason. Even the forces, yeah. honestly, sometimes I it's think about... It's astrological. Yeah, I think about like the negative forces that people are saying to evil and the devil and all this other stuff. Well, look, if if this soul evolution is meant to happen over a series of what we call time, then shouldn't there be an opposing force to keep it from happening too quick? Like, just can't, can't you see the beauty of it all, right? That it's allowing you to grow spiritually and, exp- and I mean, experience, we, yeah, experience stuff individually. We live in a dualistic reality, so there will be both sides, right? Light and dark. Right. When I look at, uh, I don't, do you read tarot at all by any chance, or do you know anything about it? No, I don't, I don't read it. Well, there's these two cards that you can see the polarity on, right? There's this Capri- mm-hmm. it's the Capricorn energy, which is like the devil card. And, every, and it's looked all scary. It's like a devil holding a man and a woman with a chain around their neck, right? And then there's um, the, uh, the lover's card, which shows an angel above them. And it shows all these symbols of the divine masculine and divine feminine, like the symbolism around each people automatically look at one side or the other and say, that's bad, that's good. They don't see the cycle of it about the entrapment of the soul and the Capricorn energy. The entrapment is what causes you to grow into that lover's energy and et cetera. You know, like it's, it's there for a reason. It's all alchemy, I think. Yeah. It's just my opinion. But anyways, I want to get back to the uh, one on a tangent there. I want to get back to like, the uh, star stuff. I want to talk to, how do I talk to my star family? I want to figure out who that is. Do you uh, meditate or connect with your guides or anything like that? Yeah, I meditate a lot, actually. Um, And so you can set your intention before the meditation. Intention is so powerful. Like, what do you want to experience? What what are you looking to experience in any given moment? What is your intention? And then... Set that into motion. You know, I want to connect with my star family. And use that when you set it, sit into meditation. And, you know, many times you may have to ask, like, I adjust my frequency so that I can match that frequency where I can connect. Show me a sign. You know, maybe you'll start seeing triple digits or... You know, you're always getting signs, but they can be so subtle. Mm-hmm. You may get a knowing in your head. You know, all of a sudden something pops into your head. I don't know. Maybe it's a an extraterrestrial or an angel or whatever it is. It 
it's subtle. And, and that could be, oh, trying to get your attention. But people are looking for this big moment where it's like with the, the microphone. Okay, here it is. Watch for this. It's very subtle. But as your awareness comes online, you, you'll start to notice. Oh, wow, look at all those digits. I keep seeing 111 or 1111 or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, and see, here's the thing, too. Like, divine love is hard. It's not easy. This is another thing that we have to realize, too. Like, with our children and with our partners and with things that we, we get so used to things being... We, want, we don't want things to change, right? But if you... I really think, like, if you love somebody... I'm, I'm going through this with my son, too, so... You want to like protect them and control things in a way and you don't want them to go away or whatever, whatever that feeling is. But at some point you, people's paths stop crossing. Like they're, they're, it doesn't mean their connection has to stop or totally sever. Like I can't even imagine totally severing the connection with my son. But at some point, like I'm holding him back from experiencing his path, you know. I'll always be here and he'll always have a home with me and I'll always talk to him on the phone. And, but if I'm trying to protect him all the time and control everything and whatever, like, is he really feeling loved by me or is he feeling like I'm holding him back? Is that real love or is that just my fear of him not loving me? Back? Well, you're, you're expressing fear if you're trying to control or, right. you know, maneuver a situation. You're in fear. He may, he can still hold love. I guess Sometimes my point is that, is that when we let go, if we have that fear of letting go, we fear that we'll never have those types of things again. So I, I can tell you, like, when the first time I had my heart broke, I was 16 years old. And I was, mm-hmm. I was so freaking shattered. Like, I bawled like a baby in front of my father. And I remember right, my, of course. <laughs> I remember my dad just looking at me, kind of laughing. I couldn't believe he was laughing, right? Like, how could you laugh? I'm so destroyed right now. And he said, he's like, he told me, he said, son, I know you think that you're never going to find anybody like this again. And it's never going to happen. You'll never have that type of ever. Like, I know you feel that way because he's been there, right? That's what he, and I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what it feels like. And then he's like, but you will. You'll be fine. Just give it time. And when, and then this is something he said to me, I didn't believe either, right? He said, and then when enough time passes, you'll go your way, she'll go hers, and you'll feel like you don't need her. You won't even think about her, right? And that's when she'll come back around. And I'm like, what? (laughs) That doesn't make any sense, (laughs) you know? It doesn't make any sense. But sure enough, he was right. And then he goes, you want to hear the the weird part about it? And I was like, what, Dad? Like, I was bawling. He said, if you're meant to be together, you will be. But more than likely, you've moved on already. And you won't want her. It's not that you don't care about her. You just won't want that anymore. And I just could not fathom it, man. Like, I couldn't. There was no way. You know, I was like, you're so wrong. No way. You don't know what you're talking about. But the old man was right. There was some wisdom in that. 
Because he knew. Right, because you, you, were, you were sad. You were sad is in, a, in, a, is in the vibrational frequency of fear. You you couldn't trust what he was saying because you you couldn't even imagine aligning to that knowing or that trust. You know, that's a higher frequency. So how could you feel that frequency of trust if you were so much in your sadness? Yeah, and I kind of remember explaining it to her, too. I hope she's not listening to uh, <laughs> from Arkansas, right? But she's like, what? You know, you don't care about me? You don't love me or like me anymore? Or like, what am I, this hideous chud? And and I, I remember trying to explain to her, like, I just don't have that. I still care about you and love you. I just don't have that type of feeling for you anymore. Like, I mean, I just don't. I was already looking forward to something different in my life i was already headed down that road that's why people tell you not to go back don't go back you know but if it was meant to be it'll happen too so really i guess what i'm trying to say that i'm starting to feel and maybe you can validate this for me is um there's really nothing to worry about if you really are not coming from a place of lack love is promised right. it, to you but it'll you happen. also have to stay you have to be able to be in that place of trust so if you if you're still going oh my gosh i i can't even imagine that don't judge yourself that you can't imagine that you don't have that realization right now but you might want to just say like okay i can't even imagine that now but again i want to know what that feels like i i i i wonder what that would feel like and Start putting that intention out. I want to know what that feels like. This is what I want to experience. Start focusing on what you do want to experience as opposed to what you don't want to experience. That's how you start aligning to your divinity, to the timeline that you want, to all the things that you want to show up in your reality is trusting in it and focusing on that and, and trying. And if you don't, if you can't have that feeling cause you just seem so far away with it, then have a curiosity about it. And I think I want this. I, I think I want to know what this feels like. Yeah. Just don't and be afraid to take a journey in your life and experience something. Right. <laughs> and, and trust that you can experience anything that you wish that there is, no journey too big or too small, that it's what you can believe in and trust and align to. And that gets easier and easier as you can do that energy work and, and clear the stuff that is blocking you from aligning to that or coming to that realization. It sounds so easy, right? It sure does. It I, well, easy. I don't even know if it sounds easy, but it's so complicated and layered it's a journey and no one's, no one's staying in one vibration all the time. We're always moving in and out and going back to re-experience something and then going, okay, I'm done with that one now. Let's go on to the next. You know, you always have a choice and that's what you have to understand. You're in power. You're in control. You create your reality. Get out of the, the mindset that, you know, it's, the old paradigm, the government, the job, this, the that. Once you can just even say, huh, that's a that's an interesting concept. I'd like to I'd like to know more about that. I'd like to experience that. 
I'd like to experience that reality where I get to create. That's empowering. That's how you start shifting, just with the idea. Yeah, and for anybody that's thinking about that too, I think um, I, I, I can't speak for women and I can't speak for every guy out there, but when it comes to like careers, purpose, and relationships and stuff, uh, what it, what is your life like when you are always in that place of lack, worry, and control? Does it turn out good for you? Do you experience right. good things? Like, Or when you start feeling like I can do anything I want to do, I can attract any type of relationship or any whatever I want in my life. I see something I want. I'm going to go after it. And if I don't get it, fine. It wasn't meant to be, but I'll, I'll get like it's coming, right? When you get in that vibration, what's your life right. like then? It's that easy, right? I think it's that easy. It's those fear triggers that get us, I think. The power of the dark it's side, that jar, steps, you know. You know? <laughs> it's steps and it's unfolding and trusting that, that you can, you know. Sometimes it's so hard to see that light, right, at the end of the tunnel. Sometimes it's really hard to even believe it. But maybe you come across a show like this and it plants a seed or, you know, someone says something that makes you think differently. And, and then the stages just start unfolding for you. Uh, well, since we only got a few minutes left, um, now I got to tell you, I'm heavily skeptical about this stuff, but I'm also... <laughs> There's something deep inside of me that tells me there's something real about it too because I've, I love sound vibration and I know that it's a part of creation so it definitely has to come from somewhere divine, right? Um, yeah. And the fact that you're willing to do this on air, uh, I highly <laughs> admire that because most people are going to say, well, you're, you're so brave. I would never do that. But it's, I can tell before it even starts, it's something natural to you. It's what you're here to do. So... Um, tell me what we need to do. Put our headphones on, or do you want to guide us through this? Put your headphones on if you have headphones. That always helps to drown out everything else around you. If not, that's fine too. And um, I'll just do a quick little one. We're gonna breathe first, just to relax you a bit and just be open to receive. And just take a big deep breath in through the nose and exhale out through the mouth. Big exhale out and just another breath in and just picture someone or something that makes you feel so much love. Usually a pet is a really great one to picture. We always have unconditional love for our furry friends. And just breathe and relax. And I'm just going to connect with the guides. You breathe and relax. And just be open to receive. It might sound a little wacky, but. Do alu astakan ude adubea, blahandaya koda asakatu ushika, ve du udranasai, mokono uda pekli isitiki, doshatokoto, miakiana sayano, brana salo utro ikamanaishata, Zere etasuno otratana e darage i dodoro u karamade ishtiki. Vono apara ai. Ve e agigara i dadai. Fure itisi todo uchikachitikepedi isatudo ibarabi indi o salabe elefatu menyati. Paramayamo un ai uriakata. 
Vreasutra es nikiti se ashudra imbe. Uamanai melefil etera insi isuat do biasuat nia. Zandite en nikutu etiti be o ai poyapa. Metaturi ihi yabarape isti kopari isti pin dai abrutu bianinyanandu biagira ibiri isti kopari isberi isti pi itupara ibiri pi iti pi itupara ibiri isti ko amianin inda lepera ibiri itu pi yabarape nyoshtu pi itu pi isti ki biri iti ki isti ki biri itupara ibiri biri itu shuya metaturi nora ani yana unala imianeshtu yana mohai vele menishanami ishtu bai von oroya biayokhida. Manifesto un asabele ikutu ivevorabrai ronestu vratsore denda yono ukudora yetibe jebara enzikiba ndumamre dandratai vireba heroya soto paet tiut duik vai oruen nolara nostoro ora be kraseaya verohoran erohian radonoyan veyanshia verohoyame oro khato brataisa klostando yoroin yetmikiam sai disita yores paso sai o siasa hai tupi and just take another breath, exhale, another breath, exhale, and just come back into your body, opening your eyes whenever you're ready. Whoa. All right. So I got to admit something. Uh, anybody that's had a psychedelic experience or a DMT experience, they, they've heard that language before. Have you, (laughs) there's people in the chat room talking about it too. And if you guys go listen to, um, Terrence McKenna, when he talks about, uh, he talked to these loving entities when he got to that place, like they were just so full of love. Uh, Uh, it sounded just like that. But yeah, more complicated, like way more dialect, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know. That if was I went on for 30 minutes, you know, usually when I give a session, it's like 30 minutes, you'll get all kinds of different dialects coming in. When the, like, it's so, a very layered. The first time that you did that in front of a crowd or anybody, how nervous were you? I mean, by the time I did it in front of a crowd, I had done it so much by myself that I wasn't nervous because, like I said, I was speaking this for hours and hours and hours alone. And at that time, I I mean, I couldn't even control it. My mouth would just fly open with so much force and power. I couldn't stop it. Man, I got to ask this. We only got like two minutes. The first time you did this for anybody else. What happened? Was it like a person, a friend? What What was that well, like? Well, I was working with people trying to, like, see the scope of the work, how it affected each person. Like, I must have given hundreds of, you know, sessions with people to figure out, like, how it affects this person, what it can do. And, and it's just so layered. It just meets the person where they are. And it could be a physical healing. It could be an emotional thing. It could be getting rid of, like, a, a pattern or a program or nail biting or, you know, whatever interesting that's so interesting okay 
Because I, I feel like it's kind of like speaking in tongues when you speak through spirit, but it's not the same thing. Like that was something different for sure. And there's we got people in the chat like Rohan. He knows what I'm talking about. He's like, I got to know what that is. He's heard that language before, he said, you know. So Yeah, I mean, yeah. like I thought I heard it too when I first heard it, when the woman spoke to me, right? Because it's, it's your remembering your divinity in that moment. And when you've you've done the psychedelic trip, you're able to connect easier. So, in this in this physical time and place right now, you're you're being triggered into a remembrance that your logical mind can't understand, but your soul certainly knows. Terrence McKenna your said, "When knows. he made it to that place, the little people said, Yay, you made it! We <laughs> love you. You come so little, we barely get to see you.'" Like, he felt so much love from it. It was crazy, you know? Yeah. That's what I had for four months. Imagine that. Yeah. That's it. Okay. So, if you guys want to, like, uh, experience this, how can they, how do they book a session with you, Valentina? Um, You know, I, I've got stuff on YouTube where you can get a lot of free transmissions that I've done. I'm going to be putting something out for uh, the solstice. Um, my website, I offer sessions. If I'm on telesummits, I have a telesummit coming up in um, January. So you can get big packages for um, a very discounted price. That's always a good thing. Um, you know, free stuff on YouTube is always good. If you want a free little transmission, like just go to my YouTube channel and I have links to the different shows I've been on. And I always do a, a light language transmission in those shows. Fantastic. Well, thank you for coming on the broadcast. It was really cool to talk to you and just get into a deep so nice conversation. To talk to you too. Yeah, well, I'll do yeah, it again thank sometime. Thank you for having me. If any right. of you guys uh, like book a session with her, tell me. I want to know about it. I want you to tell me. Make <laughs> sure you tell me how it goes. And uh, yeah, thanks again for coming on. It was really cool having you. Thank you so much. All right, guys, go make sure you go check out Valentia tomorrow night. Uh, on the broadcast uh, we're going to be speaking with another fantastic guest uh we're going to be speaking with who's coming on tomorrow night pacho mark fiorentino oh yeah we're going to be talking about uh bridging science and consciousness the unified field theory and the map of god of course that's what we do on this show we explore consciousness we'll see you guys tomorrow night stay tuned for the secret teachings with ryan gable good night Wow.